I tried to think of another way to intro this besides saying I'm back, because obviously if you're listening, you know I'm back, but I couldn't think of another way. So this is Shamina. This is the Two Quick Things podcast. Another week, um, another sampling of my voice. Anywho, something happened low-key today that made me want to, number one, I'm a little tardy with the the dropping of this episode. So thanks for your patience. Um, so I'm gonna just jump right into it. I was in a meeting today, which I, I never talk about things that happen real time because I know that some folks who know me in real life listen and people are nosy and then they want to ask like, well, what was that about? Was that about me? First of all, get over yourself. Second, I wouldn't tell you anyway. Third, thanks for listening. Um, but today it really hit me hard and I didn't know what to do with it. So I'm going to talk about, uh, advocating for yourself. So today's meeting was in it, was talking about, um, some stuff that was going to impact me directly with regard to work and my workspace. And I felt like I was getting lost in the shuffle of the conversation as in was, I was one person that was going to be impacted of several people that were going to potentially be impacted. But it felt like I was being pushed to the side, like my impact on me didn't matter as much as it did to other people. And I didn't know. And that was the feeling that I had. I don't know if that was true or not, but it it just hit me real hard. And like, there was like a piece of my throat that got a little emotional. And then I was like, bitch, don't be emotional. Get it together. But then I was like, how do I say this? What do I say? Do I say you're ignoring me and be dramatic? Um, And so it made me think about all the other times where I felt like I wanted to or needed to advocate for myself and I didn't know how to do it. I still don't know fully how to do it. Like it felt real uncomfortable. And then I felt very vulnerable, like saying this stuff out loud because it was it's it's never the stuff that's actually in my head because I don't say those things because oftentimes those things will hurt people's feelings. Not intentionally, just my thoughts are raw and uncut. So there's that. But I, I struggled so much because I want to, and I think a lot of people, we want to be a team player. We want to be flexible. We want to go with the flow and not really strike anything up. And then we insert, I get an attitude when other people just take advantage of that. And I don't know that it's an intentional thing, but they're thinking about themselves first as opposed to other people. And I'm so used to and conditioned to think about other people and what they need and minimize myself to not make other people uncomfortable or to displace other people. I'd rather displace myself, um, which is a really jacked up way to think and to go about engaging with the world. Um, but there are so many systems in place in society and the workplace in social spaces that, um, folks of color, women of color, marginalized communities have, um, are conditioned to put other people first and not make noise, not be loud, not advocate for themselves and to take what is left. 
And I don't know, I think there's some spaces where people are doing that intentionally and they, they play on that and what they know or what they've read or what they've seen. But I think that there, there are spaces when it's an unintentional thing. Um, and then I, so say it happens in a space, right? Someone solely advocates for, they non-marginalized group, oftentimes insert white or straight um, or even able-bodied. Let's go ahead and put all the stuff out there or, or a few things out there. Um, they do things with their best interest at heart or in mind, and they don't think about the impact that it's going to have on other people. They think self first, and then that's it. There's there's no other thought. Why would I have another thought? Because I need to get my needs met first. Um, so I, I certainly think that people do that unintentionally and are, are not thoughtful about that. Um, but I also think that people will do that intentionally and then as a person of color, as a member of a marginalized community, community, I tend to not want to say anything because I don't want to, again, rock the boat. I don't want to be the loud black woman or the, the person who's not flexible and not going with it. And I think people intentionally play on that. The other reason that I, that I, I feel that I will, I will own my own feelings is that I then don't want to carry the emotional weight and labor that comes with confronting someone in a, a dominant identity, because it's a lot. Um, I don't think people realize that. Um, there was something that I was reading on Twitter the other day, and it just, it really slapped me in the face. I'll see if I can find it while I'm, um, I'm talking here. But it was so powerful that it made me think, damn, I do this. This, this is a thought that runs through my mind all day, every day. I wish I didn't have that. But really, it's, it's so ingrained in me. It's so ingrained in the culture. And it was something along the lines, who knows if I'm going to find it. If I do, I'll read it. But the gist of it was that there are times when you want to um, confront somebody, care for, say it however you want to say it someone, but then you end up not doing it because the, the emotional weight and labor is something that you frankly will want to avoid. Um, I have found myself in this space with, um, people from dominant identity. So let's say, let's go ahead and say white folks. I found myself in this space with white folks and I'm not saying it's all white people or it's all this. So if you're listening, go ahead and get out of your feelings and just listen um, but I've certainly felt like, I don't even know if I want to take the risk of saying something and then having to do all this cleanup to make somebody else feel better. Um, and so then I just don't say anything because it's, it becomes about self-preservation and about harm reduction. I've really been thinking like, I'm no health educator, but I've really been thinking about the harm reduction that I engage in, like, and that's sometimes things that I don't say or ways that I will spin something. Um, but it's so heavy to go through that. And it's a, um, it's an experience that it really sucks. So this is the tweet that I found. It said, um, I'm not going to say who it's from because you're not going to go and look it up. But it says there are some white friends I've made the effort to have difficult conversations with, but other quote unquote friends I've just ghosted after they did some racist shit. When we call you out, it's because we like you and we're trying to still be your friend. If your response when 
when we voice our discomfort is defensiveness, white tears, or not taking it seriously, you've shown us that you really don't care about us and our struggle as black people, that it's friendship over. And I've certainly had past, present, I'm sure in the future, where there will be decisions that I make of how much emotional labor do I want to expend on this based on what I know about, you know, previous interactions with that person, what I know about the situation and where I am from a mental health standpoint, do I have the space to be able to carry that weight? And sometimes it's a yes, but most of the time it's no. Because I have my own stuff to worry through, not my own ways and to navigate how to advocate for myself. As much as I may be in spaces and I have, like, I give the appearance of confidence, I will say things confidently. And for the most part, I say things when I feel confident and that when they make sense and I can stand with those things and I have assuredness about what I'm saying. But there are often times where I, I don't have that assuredness. So then I just kind of observe and I do like, some of the, the technical or pieces that I've learned to like appear to know what's going on and nodding my head. And, you know, there's a few phrases that you can say, like when that comes up, like, oh, you know, let me think a little bit more about that so I can I can develop my thought, you know, in a well-rounded manner. And I'll circle back around with you. So shit like that, that you learn to say when you're in those spaces and you don't know fully how to advocate for yourself. So that weight on my mind. um, all day, um, obviously has weighed on my mind into this podcast, but there are, I, I, I remember, and it's happening now, like so many like memes are out there that are check on your strong friends because they might be struggling. You never know what somebody's going through. Um, it's, it, it can be difficult to be in spaces where you have to find your voice and figure out how to advocate for yourself and then not apologize for doing that. You're not saying, oh, I'm sorry to say this, but X, Y, and Z. It's, it's hard. And women, also insert women of color, um, are notorious for apologizing for shit they're not sorry for, myself included. I do it significantly less. Um, I got some, some, some verbal judo words to, so that I don't say that and remind myself, like, you're not sorry, so don't say sorry. Um, it's also about knowing when to say sorry and when to actually apologize, um, which is a, a conversation in and of itself. But it's so ingrained in in us, insert me, that I need, again, me a little bit less now because I've been, I'm more conscious of it, of going through an experience and trying to advocate for myself and then be like, I'm sorry, can you say that again when I'm not sorry? So there's just a lot going on in my brain right now, um, hence some of the pauses and me just workshopping this through about advocating for myself and trying to identify people that I've seen that I respect, um, and that I value advocate for themselves and how do they do it and paying attention and asking them and finding the people that I can be vulnerable, vulnerable with and saying, I had a hard time communicating X, Y, Z. Can you sit and talk this through with me? I'm not sure where this is coming from and I don't want to do it or be in that space again. Can you help? Which is, whew, child, when you say that to somebody, it's almost like insert tears welling up in your eyes because you found somebody who you can say that to and you know that they'll hold space for you. 
Um, and I'm not even like a, a, like a super emotional, teary person. But when you find that, when you find that person where you can be like, hey, I don't, I don't want to be doing this anymore. I don't want to feel bad for standing up for myself and asking for the things that I need or, and the things that I want. It doesn't have to be a need. I can want this just as much as anybody else. And I have the right to want something. And depending on the situation, I mean, I don't even need to explain myself sometimes. I can want what I want and I don't need a five, you know, uh, five bullet points of why I want that. I can simply want it. Um, I can simply need it without having to justify it. So, ooh, I didn't realize that I had already gone uh, about as probably as long as I want to go on this particular topic. So advocating for yourself. It is worth it. Take your time, learn, do it even when your voice shakes and practice it. Because usually we're, we're, we're going through the thing in our head at the same time that the situation is happening and try it out. Try not to say sorry, but if you say sorry, that's fine. You can check yourself a little bit later after you say it, or you can just move on from there. But advocating for yourself is hard. Even when you are confident, like outwardly, and people think you have it together, that doesn't mean your voice doesn't shake on the inside or you don't overthink in your mind, how how do I say this in a way that's not going to make people be like, oh, she's whiny or she just wants X, Y, and Z, and realize that you deserve those things. Regardless of what it is, if you want it, if you need it, ask for those things and, um, if you're one of those people who's on the receiving end and you're in a space where you see somebody advocating for themselves and you can support them, please do that. We need, I need to do better at that with other folks who I maybe see struggling to advocate for themselves. I'm not saying come in and take over, but sometimes you know when that, that little switch clicks and you see them in a place of struggle and they're, pro- they're looking at you like, rescue me, or they're struggling so much. If you can come in and support and elevate and lift up what they're saying or ask more clarifying questions to help them to get a better understanding, do that. It's not going to work for everybody. So don't come in with your cape on and try to do it for everybody. But if you are in a space where you can do that, do it. People appreciate that stuff so much. And when you show up for people like that, especially in those uncomfortable spaces or situations, they remember that stuff. I can remember people who have advocated for me like 10, 15 years ago. And I still think like, damn, they didn't even have to say anything, but they really showed up for me. And I appreciate that. And that reminds me like that I need to be doing that and paying attention and giving that back to people because you don't know what people are struggling with or what they're going through. So advocate for yourself as hard as it may be. So here's the thing. Um that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. Um, a few things you should know. You can find the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, under Two Quick Things, uh, Facebook and Twitter. And I'm sorry, Facebook and Instagram accounts. Um, the pages are under Two Quick Things. And I'm super excited to share that um, I am now on... Okay, excuse that small technical difficulty, my bad. Still continuing to learn this um, editing stuff on GarageBand. Um, 
I was going to say that I'm now in the podcast in color directory. So shout out to Barry for continually working to show up for um, podcasters of color and adding to the directory and doing all this work to uh, put our information out into the universe. So thanks for that. Um, as usual, hit me up, leave a review if you want. If you don't want to, you don't have to. It's your world squirrel. I'm just trying to get a nut. That's what my cousin used to say to me all the time. But thanks for listening, and I will chat with you all soon.